0: In today's show, Bitcoin price completes a leg down to thirty-seven thousand four hundred as key indicator hits a record oversold level. That's right, another slight decline sees Bitcoin at a crossroads as sellers erode a major exchange buy wall. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis from crypto analyst at Capital, the Wolf of Wall Street Scott Melker, as well as statistician Willie Wu, who says yes, Bitcoin is oversold at historic levels. Also in today's show, the bulls aim to reclaim that forty K resistance ahead of Friday's $520 million Bitcoin options expiry. That's right. That all goes down today. I'll be breaking down the details for you. Also in today's episode, Bitcoin bull Michael Saylor says that Ethereum is pushing to dematerialize the banking establishment. In a new interview he did with CNBC, he goes on to share how there are three main components to the crypto ecosystem. Number one, you got digital property with Bitcoin being the highest, most dominant digital property network. He says Bitcoin is meant to last forever, high integrity, and very durable. Second, he talks about digital Currencies such as stable coins, as well as the future of CBDCs. Then, third but not least, you got digital applications like Ethereum. Ethereum wants to dematerialize the J.P. Morgan building and banking establishment and all of the exchanges. I'll be breaking down the highlights from this interview for you right here in today's show. Also, in today's episode, we'll be discussing why this on-chain analyst lowered his Bitcoin price prediction to two hundred thousand dollars by the end of this year. That's right, we're talking about Willy Woo, who said Bitcoin's crash to thirty thousand did not indicate the start of a bear Market. However, the sharp correction did affect his year-end price prediction for the digital asset, which was originally as high as $500,000. I'll be breaking this down for you. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. As we can see, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and all the major altcoins are currently correcting and in the red, but where's the Bitcoin price likely to go next? Find out all this plus so much more in today's show. Oh. Hey, what's good cryptopreneurs? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at cryptonewsalerts.net. Again, that's cryptonewsalerts.net. hidden fees. They're also backed by the largest names in the industry, including Winklevoss Capital, Coinbase, Morgan Creek, as well as Fidelity. So to go ahead and take advantage of this $250 crypto bonus with a deposit of $25 or more, go ahead and visit BlockFi.com forward slash crypto news alerts. Once again, that's BlockBy.com. forward slash crypto news alerts. And let's start stacking those sats, shall we? All right. Welcome back to another episode of crypto news alerts. I'm your host, JV. We have a lot to cover as usual. So let's dive right in. Bitcoin broke through that $38,000 support early this morning on June 18th, but a reversal at solid support already had traders seeking a fresh upside. Right here, you're looking at the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Now let's talk about the Bitcoin buy wall, seeing a big test data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and trading view showed Bitcoin hitting local lows of 37200 on Bitstamp before rebounding. And Thursday saw a significant wall of support appear on major exchange Binance, around half of which still remains with 36500 as the line in the sand. As analyst Right Capital points out here on Twitter, Bitcoin is in the process of retesting the wedge it broke out from a few days ago, as you can see right here on your screen. And while there remains a chance of a deeper dip, continued ranging levels closer to 40000 is giving commentators cause for optimism. Sources including Crypto Cobra are now eyeing a more significant crypto market rebound in the coming weeks or even days. Checking out his tweet right here from Crypto Cobra, looking at two scenarios. One has us rocket ship to the moon any day, the other in about three weeks. And I guess there's scenario three that goes to the of of hell too. So which one will it be? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Also, this week's Federal Reserve meeting did little to buoy the mood, even as officials forecast higher inflation and held off on tapering unprecedented coronavirus-related interventions into the markets. Bitcoin barely reacted, fellow trader Scott Melker noted, while gold sold off to dip to six-week lows. As he shared right here in this tweet, the dollar is pumping, absolutely destroying metals at the moment. Bitcoin not particularly reacting. I love that the dollar is going up as the Fed commits to more money printing and QE, quantitative easing, for the rest of the year. At least we live in the upside down. Ain't telling no lies. Meanwhile, the latest incarnation of Classic Indicator places Bitcoin firmly in oversold territory at the current prices. According to statistician Willy Wu, creator of on-chain analytics resource Woodbull, the network value to transaction signal known as the NBT is now at a low, which has historically been a bounce point. Checking out his Twitter storm right here. I've updated my NBT signal to correct for upward drift in the metric due to volumes moving off the blockchain and only layer two. And yes, Bitcoin is oversold at historic levels, which you can see right here on your screen. And he continues, NBTs were first published in February of 2018 by Cali Teekin as a more responsive trading signal based on my NBT ratio. Exchange dominance increased over time. This had the effect of making a proportion of the long-term investor volume invisible to on-chain analysis only happening inside exchanges to compensate instead of displaying the raw NBT's values. We just show how many of the standard deviations NBT's is above or below its norm. I've used a two-year moving average as the norm, and standard deviation is calculated using two years of historic sampling. The NVT family of metrics uses economic first principles to value Bitcoin's network. And someone responded to Willy Woo writing, yes, the bull market is over now. It looks like a bear market. Start, and Willy Woo responded, NVTs is a short-range indicator and does not pick macro. For that, you need NVT ratio. It's a bull market still. So there you have it. And before I break down our next story of the day, bull Aim to reclaim that forty K resistance ahead of today's five hundred and twenty million dollar Bitcoin options expiry, as well as Bitcoin bull Michael saylor says that Ethereum is pushing to dematerialize the banking establishment, as well as why this on-chain analyst lowered his Bitcoin price prediction to two hundred thousand dollars by the year end. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. We can see everything is currently correcting, with the bears dominating, with Bitcoin down three and a half percent, trading just under thirty-seven thousand eight hundred. We have Ethereum down four trading just above twenty three hundred dollars chain link down six and a half percent trading at twenty two dollars and fifty one cents polka dot down seven percent trading just under twenty two dollars and cardano down two and a half percent trading at a dollar forty seven all right now let's break down our next story of the day the bitcoin bulls have little reason to celebrate the twenty five percent rally over the past nine days after testing the thirty one thousand support on june 8th top traders optimism has faded and even the recent forty one thousand high was unable to boost their expectations. But contrary to market sentiment, the United Kingdom's Financial Conduct Authority has indicated a significant increase in crypto ownership in the country. A consumer survey found that 2.3 million adults in the UK now hold crypto assets, which is up from 1.9 million last year. How many of you are tuning in from the UK that hold crypto? Let me know in the comments below. Another theory that has been proven wrong is the supposition that whales have been selling, causing the Bitcoin price to remain below 47,000 for 31 days counter to this narrative. Data from sentiment shows that addresses hodling between 100 and 10,000 BTC increased their positions by $367 billion during that period, which I covered in great detail in yesterday's episode. Now, regardless of investors' long-term bullishness, there is $520 million where the Bitcoin options set to expire today at 8 a.m. That's right. While the initial screening shows that the neutral bullish call options with a 20% lead, a more granular view provides a different picture. As you can see right here in your Screen it shows you Bitcoin's June 18th aggregate options expiry by strike. Now the neutral to bullish call buy option provides upside price protection to buyers, while the opposite occurs when holding to protect the protective put sell options. By measuring each price level's risk exposure, traders can gain insight into how bullish or bearish traders are positioned. So at this time, it looks like the bears are going to win, but it is what it is at the end of the day. Now the total number of contracts set to expire today on June 18th is thirteen four or $520 million at Bitcoin's current price. The bulls lead with 1,240 contracts, equivalent to 48 million, but it depends on what the price Bitcoin will stand this morning on Friday. So do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to break 40K resistance today so that these options do become worthless? Let me know in the comments below. And before I break down our next story of the day, Bitcoin bull Michael Saylor says that Ethereum is pushing to dematerialize the banking establishment, as well as why this on-chain analyst lowered his Bitcoin price prediction to $200,000 by the end of this year. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap sitting above $1.55 trillion with $79 billion in volume in the past 24 hours and current Bitcoin dominance back on the climb at 45.2% with the Ether dominance at 17.3% and the current Bitcoin market cap sitting at $703 billion, with the Ether market cap at $269 billion. Now checking out the top gainers within the top 100, we have XDC up Twelve percent trading at seven cents. Phantom up nine point four percent trading at thirty-two cents. Theta Fuel up nine percent trading at fifty-nine cents. And Hedera Hashgraph up almost five percent trading at twenty-one cents. Now checking out the top losers within the top one hundred. We have AMP down twenty-three percent for the day, but still up about forty percent for the week. Trading just below nine cents. Thor Chain down thirteen percent trading at eight dollars and sixty-four cents. And Quant down twelve percent for the day, but still up forty-three percent for the week. Trading. Just just above $69. Now, out of this list of the biggest gainers and losers, which altcoins in particular are you currently most bullish on during this bull run? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now, checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we're currently rated a 25 in extreme fear. Yesterday was a 26, last week a 21, and last month a 23 in extreme fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, extreme fear can be a sign investors are too worried. That can be a great buying opportunity. AKA BTFD, buy that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. All right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Bitcoin Bull and the CEO of enterprise analytics software firm, MicroStrategy, which was the first publicly traded company to put Bitcoin on their balance sheet. We have Michael Saylor, who names the three main components that he believes comprise the crypto ecosystem. In a new interview with CNBC, Saylor lists digital property as the first component of the crypto universe while likening Bitcoin to precious real estate in New York City borough of Manhattan. The MicroStrategy CEO says that Bitcoin is the most dominant digital property. Quoting him from this interview right here. Let's talk about the crypto universe. You've got digital property and Bitcoin is the highest, most dominant digital property network. Think of it as granite blocks in Manhattan and cyber Manhattan. So Bitcoin is meant to last forever, high integrity and very durable. The second component of the crypto universe, according to the MicroStrategy CEO, is digital currency. The largest stable coin by market cap currently is USDT, better known as Tether, and the central bank digital currencies, which are known as CBDCs, which fall under this category. Sailor says, then you've got digital currency that's like Tether and stable coins. They want to be money markets in cyberspace. And so they will be like the CBDC dollars, central bank digital currencies. And per the Bitcoin bull, digital applications are the third component of the crypto universe. Sailor points out that the Ethereum smart contract blockchain, which falls under digital applications, poses a threat to traditional financial institutions. Very powerful words he shares right here. Then you have got got digital applications like Ethereum. Ethereum wants to dematerialize the JP Morgan building and banking establishment and all of the exchanges. That's right. Saylor also points out that as the crypto market matures, the three main components will have all different roles to play and a reason to coexist. Quoting him here, I think as the market starts to understand these things, there's a place for everybody. And I couldn't agree more. I feel that Ethereum is not in competition with Bitcoin, just as stable coins and CBDCs are not in competition with Ethereum or BTC. They each have their own common place. There's a need for each and every one of them and they can all coexist in harmony. It is what it is at the end of the day. And to watch this entire interview with Bitcoin bull, Michael Saylor, check the show notes below the video in the description. And before I break down our final story of the day, and I share why this on chain analyst lowered his Bitcoin price prediction to $200,000 by the end of this year, down from 500,000, which was his original prediction. But first I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video the description for a detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 815 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my daily letter, which goes out to over 30,000 subscribers every single day to subscribe. Visit letter.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also have a blog I update daily, which could be found at cryptonewsgest.com. Also be sure to smash that subscribe button and hit the bell to turn on all notifications to receive daily premium crypto news alerts every single day just like this you can also find me on all the major podcasts and platforms we just surpassed over 2 million podcast downloads so i want to say i greatly appreciate your support so you can find me on spotify the home of the joe rogan experience apple's itunes or google play you can also find me on twitter my twitter handle is crypto news yes and for those of you on facebook i do have a private crypto facebook group entitled crypto alchemy with over nineteen thousand cryptopreneurs from all over the world to join it click this link request to join I'll be sure to plug you in. And for those of you on Telegram, I do have a private crypto Telegram chat, which is uncensored. To join it, click this link. You'll automatically be added. And I'm looking forward to connecting with you personally on the inside. And for those of you on TikTok, be sure to follow me there. All right, now let's break down our final story of the day. With Bitcoin surpassing 40 Gs, once again, market participants started to turn bullish on the short-term outlook of the crypto market. In a recent episode of the Unchained podcast, popular on-chain analyst and statistician, Willie Wu, discussed what Bitcoin's recent crash and resumed Uptick in price meant for the leading cryptocurrency. According to Willy Woo, Bitcoin's crash to thirty thousand did not indicate the start of a bear market. However, the sharp correction did affect his year-end price prediction for the digital asset, which was originally as high as a half a million dollars per BTC. Do you agree with Willy Woo that the crash to 30k does not indicate the start of a bear market? I couldn't agree more. I definitely feel we're still in a very bullish cycle and about to experience our second leg up. Quoting Willy Woo right here, Bitcoin was starting to look like it was winding up to three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand, even five hundred thousand dollars near the end of this year. Now it's starting to reduce this trajectory. It looks like it will comfortably reach two hundred thousand dollars. I repeat, it looks like it'll comfortably reach $200,000. It might reach 300000 but we have to see how that develops, says Wooly Woo. Now, Wooly Wu Woo attributes most of the sell-off due to Elon FUD puppet Musk's tweet announcing that Tesla would no longer accept Bitcoin for payments. We all know the Bitcoin Energy FUD. When that tweet came out, it instigated severe amounts of selling, not only on derivative markets, but also on the spot markets. We're now in this situation where Bitcoin is heavily discounted below the fundamentals. Raphael schultz kraft the CEO of on-chain market intelligence firm Glassnode Analytics, also spoke to the fact that, according to on-chain data, the overall crypto market structure is still fundamentally strong. That's right. Also, Plan B, the creator of the Bitcoin Stock the Flow model, points out that the Stock the Flow is still on track, and Stock the Flow X predicts a $288,000 Bitcoin price. And while Kraft agreed that Wu's reasoning that Bitcoin's correction was only a correction in the midst of a bull market, he isn't as optimistic with the year-end price target for the cryptocurrency. Quoting him here, I still wouldn't be very surprised if we get another burst of pain. And and another kind of, you know, shakeout before we start regaining the bull market trend," said Raphael Schultz Kraft. So there you have it. Do you agree with Raphael Schultz Kraft? There will be another major shakeout before we experience our next major leg up. Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. Now for a quick recap, what I cover with you right here in today's show, we discussed the Bitcoin price completing its leg down the thirty-seven thousand four hundred as key indicator. It's a record oversold level, as Willie Woo points out right here. Bitcoin is oversold at historic levels. Also in today's show, we discussed the bulls aiming to reclaim that critical 40K resistance ahead of today's 520 million Bitcoin options expiry, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Also in today's show, we discussed the Bitcoin bull, Michael Saylor, talking about Ethereum pushing to dematerialize the banking establishment, as well as on-chain analyst Willie Wu, lowering his Bitcoin price prediction to $200,000 by the end of this year, and I broke down why that is. So where do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to go next? Let me know in the comments